0: How Negotiators Can Deal With The Winner's Curse What would the perfect negotiation look like to you? Would it happen if you sat down at the negotiating table, presented the other side with an offer without using any of your negotiation styles or negotiating techniques? They accepted it and everything was over and done with? Hmm. Immediately sensing that you had asked for too little, you would probably feel as though you had screwed up. In a negotiation, we're often excited to close a deal. But at times, the fact that we've won a prize means that we've become the latest victim of the winner's curse. The good news for you is that there are steps that you can take to avoid the winner's curse in negotiations. What is this winner's curse thing? During a negotiation, we can encounter the winner's curse when we set our goals for the negotiation too low. We'll know that we've done this when our offer to the other side is accepted by them immediately. Likewise, we can run into the winner's curse if we end up overbidding on something simply because we didn't take the time to consider the fact that the other side knew more than we did. We may fail to consider that the other party is more likely to accept our offer when we have offered too much or asked for too little. When we find ourselves involved in an auction that has multiple bidders, or when we're part of a negotiated auction, the winner's curse can show up when a winning bidder's assessment of the value of an item is higher than that of the other bidder's. If you were to find yourself in a room full of people bidding for a painting of unknown value, for instance, the average of all their bids is likely to be closest to the painting's actual value, research shows. What this means is that the person who makes the highest bid likely will have paid too much, and will probably end up regretting it. What can we do to avoid the winner's curse? Let's all agree that we would prefer not to become the next victim of the winner's curse. How can we make this not happen to us? It turns out that the secret is taking the time to add additional negotiation skills to your bag of tricks. The first thing that you're going to have to learn to do is to anticipate how you'll feel if your offer was to be immediately accepted. People who fall prey to the winner's curse in a one-on-one negotiation typically are surprised when their counterpart quickly accepts their offer. In order to make sure that you're not going to be surprised, before making an offer, take the time to imagine how you'd feel if the other party jumped at your offer. Once you've done this, ask yourself, would her quick acceptance mean that they know more about the item's value than I do? If you believe this to be the case, then make sure that you adjust your offer and take the time to search for new sources of value creation. Next, you're going to want to reach outside of the negotiations. You're going to want to look for objective, expert advice. If it turns out that there's a chance that the other party knows more about the value of the item at stake than you do, you need to seek out an unbiased valuation from an expert. Use the internet to research the value of the item being negotiated. An unbiased expert estimate can level the playing field and help you avoid the winner's curse. Finally, you're going to have to spend some time trying to figure out if you have an edge. The good news is that the winning bidder in an auction is often not always cursed. It could be as simple as being that you value an item more than the other bidders do. For sentimental reasons, you may value a rare painting made by your great-uncle more than other bidders do. At other times, you may be more knowledgeable than the other bidders about an item's value. When you have this type of edge, the winner's curse, may not need be a concern. What all this means for you. The last thing that any negotiator wants to encounter is the so-called winner's curse. This can happen when you make an initial proposal to the other side and they immediately accept it. When you do this, you start to wonder if you are asking for too little. In order to prevent this from happening, you are going to have to learn to use some new negotiating skills. During a principled negotiation, we can encounter the winner's curse when we set our goals for the negotiation too low, or if during an auction, we end up bidding too much. If we want to prevent this from happening, then we need new negotiating skills. When we fall prey to the winner's curse in a one-on-one negotiation, we typically are surprised when the other side quickly accepts our offer. In order to make sure that you're not going to be surprised before making an offer, Take the time to imagine how you'd feel if the other party jumped at your offer. The last thing you want to be doing is negotiating with somebody who knows more than you do. If it turns out that there's a chance that the other party knows more about the value of the item at stake than you do, then you need to seek out an unbiased valuation from an expert. Keep in mind that if you end up paying more for something than other people do, it could be as simple as being that you value an item more than the other bidders do. At some point in time, we all experience the winner's curse. We get what we wanted, but once we have it, we're filled with doubts about how we got it. As negotiators, we want to understand that this can happen and take steps to prepare for it. Adding new skills to our negotiating toolbox can ensure that we're always satisfied with the deals that we get.